Good afternoon, good night, good morning, good welcome to another episode of the Trip to Reality podcast by your host Pariah. Today I've got a special guest with me uh, named Cash, who's a good friend of mine with a very, very inquisitive mind, um, someone who likes to scratch, scratch beneath the surface. And uh, we've got a lovely discussion coming up for everyone. And before we begin, I would just like to reiterate something um, about the podcast, which is, this is a podcast about quest for truth and clarity, about learning how to think, learning how to think for ourselves especially, and not accepting the standard dogma that just so happens to be that which surrounds us in our particular time and place of our existence. This is why it's so important to feed that inquisitiveness, scratch beneath the surface, have a love of wisdom, and the benefits you get from that are numerous. They can't be counted on your fingers. They will improve your life and your decision-making and your perception. An important part of that is dialogue. Dialogue with yourself, giving yourself the freedom and the space and the opportunity to think, and allowing that dialogue with other people which also is beneficial, but in a different way. So I myself, as my friends know me and family know me, I don't take things for granted. I always question things that are taken for granted, and I value deep discussion. So the podcast goes through a, a number of different angles attacking this and trying to achieve these objectives. We extract insights from previous thinkers by reading, consulting the wisdom and the, and the insight of these very intelligent people that had unique things to say um, about reality, about life, about existence. This will open up, open us up to all sorts of different angles and avenues of understanding for ourselves and for others, new ways of thinking. And we can then assimilate that insight, knowledge, wisdom, whatever you want to call it, practically and also mentally into your life. So with that said, my very special guest, and someone who I definitely would like to keep recurring on the show um, because of you know his, his sheer uh, brilliance, wisdom and perceptiveness of insight um, when discussing things, when relating things back from his experience is my friend Cash. So Cash, please introduce yourself. Hello, my brother. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here, my guy. I've been looking forward to sitting down and having a good conversation with you. I mean, we have good conversation all the time anyway off mic, but I feel like it's, it's, it's going to be exciting to, to have the public being a part of our conversations and just trying to also open up their mind, broaden their perspective of what reality is and what we perceive things to be. So yeah, my brother, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Let's get things started. Yeah, definitely, bro. One, one thing though, we, this is where people have to understand, is like very new to me. Not the discussion, not talking. I like I'm, I do this talking and discussing all the time. Maybe even a bit too much, but mm. doing it on like a podcast platform and making it public and stuff and opening that up to the world is something very new to us. So that is very new. Isn't yeah, it? something you have to accustom yourself to and, and and really get used to, which I'm sure will come with time. It's just like many things, and it? it's just like going to the gym. Bro, listen, it's a, it's a muscle. Everything's a muscle. You know what I mean? The more you train it, the better it gets, the stronger it gets. So I'm pretty sure this will be the same thing. Because right now I feel like I'm on a stage. Like normally when we sit down and talk and conversate, it just flows as if it's natural. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't think this is natural, G? It, bro, obviously, listen, if it's natural, but it feels less natural because obviously there's people that's going to be listening to what we're saying. Mm. And you know what I'm trying to say? There's critics out there, judgmental minds out there. So it's like, Bro, listen, we're letting our walls down right now. We're letting people in. Do you know what I mean? We're letting people into our reality, into yeah. our conversations, our private conversations. So it's, it's a bit nerve-wracking. I guess it is a bit nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. Exciting but, at the same time. But do you, know what it, do, you know, do you know what it is, bro? Like, you just mentioned something there which made me think of something that I was thinking about yesterday. And I, I've probably thought about multiple times. Is that naturally as human being, we're very self-absorbed. Very, very everything that you see perceive or feel is relating back to you what you need what you want mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. you're trying to achieve mm -hmm, always but that's becomes problematic because you don't live alone you're not the only person in the world mm -hmm. the word for that is solipsistic mm -hmm. you live among other people you live among a community 100%. yeah most people do not recluses obviously but most people live within a com uh, community therefore your interests 
and their interests matter now, not just yours. And they have to be sort of harmonized together. Mm-hmm. You have to factor that in in when the way you move, think about other people. And it's a very difficult thing to do because you only experience reality or perception from your perspective, not from someone else's. But just because you're never going to experience it from their perspective in the way that you experience your perspective, it doesn't mean it's not worth it to use the power of your mind and thinking to try and sympathize and, 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 and really put yourself in their position. And when I say that, I don't mean... Or um, imagine you were in their shoes. Sometimes imagination is not enough. Sometimes you actually have to go and do something that they do. For example, if you're a, the CEO of a company, put on the bloody uh, uniform of the worker and spend the day doing the work that the worker does. Mm-hmm. These types of practices are extremely valuable because rather than sitting down in your office or at home or in your car, maybe just sparing a second or two, a moment of thought about what someone else's life might be like, you live it or experience it and that gives you perspective Listen, and not to be so self-absorbed. That's a very powerful point you just made. Yeah. yeah. Because out of everything you said, what I really drew from that was perspective. Perspective, bro. And I feel like perspective is something, it's kind of lost in our modern world. Do you know what I mean? Everyone is just so self-absorbed. Everyone is just a little king or queen of their own castle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like how it used to be where we used to have to meet up together, have conversations. Nowadays, just call some of a five-minute conversation and it's, it's done. In fact, you never got to do that. Just watch their fucking Snapchat. Look at the Instagram story. And it's, that's like the new way of connecting. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's yeah. like, it creates solitude. And I believe if people actually think and use their minds and connect more, conversate, talk, because, bro, you see someone walking past you all the time and they, may, they might be looking at you and you're thinking, like, why is that person looking at me funny? But you don't know what they're thinking. And nine times out of ten, you approach that person and say, hello, how are you? Yeah. But you'd be surprised what they're thinking. They're thinking nothing of the sort yeah. compared to what you're thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. So by having like conversations, talking to people, like sitting down, having discussions, whether it's just you and a friend or you and five friends or you and a random stranger that you've never met before, I feel like that can also give you an insight, you understand, and give you perspective of how people are thinking and how people act and how people behave. I'm a big fan of sitting in a coffee shop and just on my laptop and I might have a random conversation with her sitting next to me. It's something that I practice. Mm. When I'm walking down the street at, in the morning, especially when I go for a run, I practice saying good morning. You know what I mean? And it's exciting to me to see how someone's just literally, they're, they're shocked at first and they say good morning back and they just start smiling. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's the way people need to act. We're in a community. We need to show love. We need to have conversations, try to understand people's perspective, show a bit more empathy, sympathy. And ultimately, boy, that's how we're going to get better as a, as a society. Like yeah. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <coughs> and um, it all, I think mo- most of what we discuss comes back to the ego. Ego, dangerous. This, this, dangerous. This illusion, this false construction, mm. self, mental construction of the self, mm-hmm. of me, of what I need, of the I matter, of that my name and the why I'm on this is sort of related to like your pride and about your needs becoming priority and therefore, which is unfortunately, not, it depends on how you look at it, but it's, you have to have the ego in order to operate as a human being. The ego is necessary. Yeah, bro. the ego is necessary, but. It's like a wild beast that has to be tamed. That's the thing about life, though. That's the thing about fucking the world. The world is a fire, bro. Everything's burning. Everything's getting destroyed every single day. Do you know what I mean? We have to learn to tame this beast, bro. That's ultimately what we're here to do. We've got this inner this inner monster that we all have, especially as men. Do you know what I mean? We have, we have this, inner, this inner flame, this inner fire. We have to learn how to use it in a productive way, in a prosperous way. A fire, you look at it, can also, it can burn your hand. But we use to cook. You know what I mean? So everything's got negative and a positive. It depends how we look at it and what we draw from it. And then by looking at it, analysing, we can then in turn understand it more and then move forward. When it comes to the ego, I feel like the ego is very important. Extremely important. Without the ego, I feel like a lot of things in this world wouldn't get done. Because first you have to believe before you achieve. And the ego, I believe, is responsible for a lot of that energy that we 
harness when we want to do something. Because first, for you to start going to the gym, you need to build up your ego in private. You need to look in the mirror, look at yourself. Yeah, I'm strong, like, yeah, but I need to get stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I look good, but I need to look better. You go to the gym, you pump, you're in the mirror, you're staring at yourself, you're looking at the muscles grow, you're getting excited. Imagine you weren't getting excited. Imagine you wasn't almost turned on at what you're looking at. You wouldn't come back to the gym, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Same thing, say you're a rapper or an actor. You have to believe you're good at what you're doing to go out there to give your full performance. You have to be sort of egotistical. So the ego has its positives, but it also has its negatives. And I believe the negatives deprive from the area where we get a bit deluded. As human beings, we're easily deluded. Yeah, I don't think the ego is rational. Definitely not. But do you think human beings are rational? I think they have the capacity for reason, but that intrinsically we're very susceptible and prone to a multitude of 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 cognitive errors and and irrational behavior and irrational thought all day long most people know what's good for them but half of us not even half of us one out of ten do what's good there's a study done um on um prescription drugs so what happened was the study was about um, prescription drugs. It was about how many people carried out the prescription for the amount of time allocated in order to see results, right? So out of 100 people, everyone got the same prescriptions, but only 50% started the prescription and only, what, 10, 15% finished the prescription. There's a similar study done with the same um, people, demographic, etc., and they prescribed drug for um, the, the, the participants' pets, right? Some had dogs, some had cats, X, Y, Z. And would you believe every single person out of the study, they got the prescription, yeah? And they completed it when it was for the dog's health or the cat's health or for whatever it was. You understand? That was shocking to me. That was mind-blowing to me. It almost shows us that human beings care more about others than their selves. So the ego is there. But nine times out of ten, bro, the ego is very tainted. It's not what we believe it is. You know what I mean? Because if you really love yourself, yeah, and someone tells you, oh, listen, take these tablets for 14 days, it's going to dramatically improve your health, you'll be back to normal. And then you only take it for five days. What's that, one third of the time? Do you really love yourself? Are you someone that, that really loves yourself? It comes to the dog now, your pet. You know how in England, especially flipping English people, they fucking love their pets. Like They will literally die for their pets, especially their dogs or cats. They'll literally die for their dogs or cats. These people literally love their dog or their cat more than themselves. That's what I draw from that study. No, but yeah, you you draw that from the study, but what you haven't drawn or maybe not thought about or investigated is why is that the case? Why is that the case? Yeah, yeah. Why is that, bro? That's a good question. I think a lot of people suffer from a lack of self-love, self-understanding and self-care. And I think it's a... I'm I'm blown. I literally don't have an answer for that question. I don't have an answer. Why is that? What do you think that is? Yeah, you did mention some stuff there about self, like just the self trouble in the self and self guilt, self hate, self shame. It's crazy because if you used to treat someone else. The way you treat yourself sometimes, you'd have burned that bridge a long time ago. A long time ago, bro. But with yourself, you seem to let so many things slide. So, bro, do you know how much we lie to ourselves? Do you know how many promises we break to ourselves? I'm going to get up at this time tomorrow and go to gym. I'm going to not eat this anymore. I'm going to start eating this. Mm. Um, I'm going to make this phone call. Do you know how many... Imagine you had a friend that lied to you as much as you lied to yourself. What would you think of that guy or that person? 
there would be nothing for me to think because already at the beginning I would have told the guy, you know, sorry, mate, I'm I'm off. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. So, so it's crazy when you think of it because it's almost like we want the best for ourselves and we try to do the best for ourselves, but there's almost a disparity from what we want to what we actually achieve. Because I'm sure everyone was good. I'm literally almost 100% positive. Everyone wants to live a long life. Everyone wants to be healthy in their old age. Everyone wants to be wealthy to a certain level where they can provide for themselves adequately and their family. I'm pretty sure everyone wants to travel, see the world. I'm pretty sure everyone wants to do all these I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Okay, let's say I'm 90% sure. No, no, no. I'm not even sure that the fact that... (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm not even sure yeah. that the people who purportedly say they want those things, yeah. they actually truly they want, want those, those things, things bro. Because yeah. how do you separate? Yeah, the hum- you, It's impossible to separate the human being from the particular t- uh, time and place in which he existed, right? Hundred percent. And you can't. Then there are obviously genetic stuff and stuff you're ingrained and born with, but you can't deny. They're just the sheer power and influence and potency of the environment you're surrounded by. Hundred percent. Because hundred percent. You know what I mean, bro? You just—it's just unbelievable. You know, you know bro, you, it's, it's, a, it's like the inverse effect. You have to do so much to yeah. go against the grain yeah. and figure out what you really want, yeah. and try as hard as possible to push aside all this sensory information that's being fed into your brain day on a daily, continuous, incessant basis about what things are most valuable, about what things are most worthy and most noble. And you maybe will begin to internalize those through years and consistent, mm-hmm, continuous mm-hmm. conditioning. And now you think you want, I don't know, to travel to like 30 countries or to have a certain station a station in society. Certain or, status, or yeah. to have a certain amount. I don't think Is that really that, what you want? Do you know yeah, what I think? Could, by the way, it could be. It could be. Do you know what I think want. what we really want? What? I think human beings just really want to be free from pain, free from that's anguish. Impossible. That's impossible. I think that's what we really want to be, bro. But that's impossible. I don't think we really want to be happy 24 7s. I don't think we really want to be um, in a depressive state. But I also believe that we just want to be free from pain. I'll tell you why I believe this, yeah? Because, bro, if you're happy 24 7s, you're borderline psychotic. Like, if I saw someone happy 24 7, happy at every, every given second of the day, at every given task or every given um, problem, I'm going to think there's something wrong. And if I see the latter, someone who's always moping around, depressed, head down, shoulders hanging, walking with no uh, motivation, no energy, I'm going to think something's fucking wrong. Do you know what I mean? So, I believe being in the middle is the best place to be being able to experience emotions experience feelings and not get stuck in in those trances i think that's what we really want i think what we really want is emotional control first thing that's what i think we really really want as human beings we want to be able to be calm chilled i'm happy when i'm chilled i could be doing a hard task if i'm chilled the task time flies yeah but the difficult task in my belief is to be able to maintain that that composure that, composure. that, that inner peace but how and do you that, think and you that maintain that no no it, my, I think the difficult task yeah. is to maintain that even when adversity strikes because it's course. so it's so it's all well and good saying I'm chilled I'm content I'm, I'm in inner peace peaceful yeah but yeah. if nothing's really catastrophic has struck you or fate hasn't twisted you a very unfortunate event or situation mm-hmm. it's too easy to say that let that thing happen and then if you can maintain it then i'll be like this individual is actually strong so 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 you're saying as human beings we should push ourselves to the limits in all aspects of life not just in all aspects of life we should go outside of our boundaries Mm -hmm. leave the little box the little cave the little castle that we've built and go and explore as much as we can is that what you're telling me Go through as much pain, as much suffering, no, try as no, much things, no, no. fail as, fail as Maybe much as you can. Maybe that's what you want to do, that's up to you. But that's my, my, not my point. My point is that the world is so unpredictable. Yeah, of course. So multifaceted and multivaried, yeah? Yeah. That there's an infinite number of permutations and situations and happenings that can occur in your life and your existence. Of course. And you 
can never be prepared for all of these different infinite outcomes. But what you can do is sort of prime your brain or prime your mental state to be, you know, that to be tough. that that that, that, that yeah, bracing, course, that bracing, like let's do it, let's do have, it. Have you That's heard, the challenge have you heard that to saying, life. Have you heard that saying? Um, stay ready, so you never have to get ready. I'm sure you've heard that. I've never saying. actually heard that. No. You never heard that saying. Never ever heard that. No. You know where I heard that saying from? I heard it from my gym partner. One of my old gym partners used to always say, "Yeah, you gotta stay ready. You ain't gotta get ready." But I know that saying is from somewhere else. It's not his saying because I've heard it prior. I just can't remember exactly where I've heard it. But when he said it, it really stuck in my head. It really stuck in my fucking mind. And um, so applying that to life, you know, your mind you need to keep your mind ready twenty four sevens. Like life is practice. You have to practice. You have to practice and design and create life every single day. You understand? Routine. Your body needs a routine. Your body needs to be sustained. Your mind needs a routine. Your mind needs to be sustained. We have systems within our bodies that have an automatic routine. Digestion, for example. Yeah? That's 24 sevens work. Do you think our ancestors had routine? Bro, they needed routine. What I think we need is we need routine that changes every maybe year, two years, because that's ultimately how you grow. And I can apply that to anything. Um, you start in school, you're in year one. You spend one year learning everything on that base grade. Next year, you go to a higher level, you go to year two. So you're stretching your mind. The muscle, which is the mind, is now growing, yeah, by putting it through more work. So... That's ultimately how we need to live our lives. Every single day you need to get up, you need to make sure you're eating the right foods. You're training, exercising your body. So your physical form is fit for any eventualities. You understand? If you're fit and something, I don't know, um, you get hit by a car, you've got more chance of surviving than someone who isn't fit, someone who's unfit. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Say again to a little abroad, someone tries to rob your phone or tries to stick you up or something. If you're in good shape, you're going to have more confidence. You're going to be more assertive. You're not going to just stand there and get robbed. You're going to be, you know what I mean? You're going to have more, more, more faith in your strength because you know what you can do. You know how strong you are. You know what I mean? So, um, health. Now, your mind is very important. You need to keep, up, keep a sharp mind and make sure you read every day. Make sure you listen to something that's going to extend your thinking, listen to new ideas. Do you know what I mean? And by doing these little things every day, Stay ready so when anything pops up, you don't have to get ready. You can just react in a situation. A boxer spends the whole year training just for that one fight. That one fight lasts what? Fucking an hour? So these moments in life that we, we're getting ready for, they only come around and they only last sometimes five seconds, ten seconds, a minute, an hour. But in preparation, we can always be ready and make sure when that moment comes, we can grasp it and squeeze every single fucking juice opportunity out of it so as human beings we don't really have to go too far to get what we need to get out of life you ain't gotta go too far just gotta look within literally and i believe by looking within spending time with yourself learning yourself learning your likes your dislikes understanding your body how it works what it needs understanding your mind how it works what it needs and incorporating these things into your daily routine you're, you're going to be ready for anything bro you're going to be ready for anything you know what i'm trying to say to you because yeah. why you, you your perspective is so broad you have so much perspective mm. how did this guy react when his you, you how did this guy react when his family died you read about it, you watched the movie about it, you watched the podcast about it. How did this guy react when he lost all his money back to, to zero? What did he do? You read a podcast, you, you, you heard a podcast about it, you read a book about it, you watched a movie about it, so now you've got more perspective. You've got more information. So when that moment comes up when, I don't know, God forbid, um, something happens to a family relative or family member, you've got so much perspective of how to react. You can almost... Have not almost you will have more control of how you react. You understand? Someone who sees death on a regular basis, they see death one more time, their reaction is going to be it's going to be numb. 
they're going to be numb to it. They've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, but what about adaptation? Adaptation? How yeah. do you adapt? How do we adapt? Well, I, I, I mean, it depends. We have to make that question. We have to narrow it down because... How do you adapt to lifting a certain weight in the gym? You lift it more and more and more, right? You, no, no. That's, what, that's not what I mean. I'm saying, like, you could say you can prepare and train your body or mind for any situation... Mm. And by by habituating yourself to certain experiences or facts or situations, then you're prepared for them when they come you're in the future. You're more prepared, not prepared. You're more prepared, you're more but, prepared. but there's also situations that strike you that you're completely unprepared for and that were completely, um, uh, what's the word? You couldn't legislate for them. Bro, listen. So, so for those situations, I don't think it's where preparation comes in. I think this at, at this particular instance it will be sheer mental strength and power. Yeah, and that's of that's re- really what demonstrates your inner strength, bro. Well, it's the fact that you're so strength? unprepared, but you were adapted to that situation and you were able to. You I, know, I hear you, persevere, bro, prevail. I get what you're saying, but your what you just said kind of added to my point. I feel like you're literally adding to. What I you am said. adding to your point. Yeah. yeah. What makes you? What, what else no, did no, you think? No, this no, was? For for a second, I thought it's contradicting me, but then, <laughs> and I realized it's adding to my point. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. But um, your mind through preparation, your mind gets stronger. Through preparation, your body gets stronger. So having a strong mind and a strong body enables you to deal with more situations than someone else who doesn't. So you're, you're 100% right. We can't ever be fully prepared, bro. We can't be, but we can be more prepared. And why, why can we never be fully prepared? Because every situation is new and different. So therefore, no one's never done it before in that particular way. So you can't be fully prepared for something that's completely new. It's new, bro. I'm going to be prepared for that. Yeah. But I can be more prepared than yeah. someone else because yeah. in this world, not everything is completely and utterly different. Like some things are literally a tiny bit different, but that tiny little bit difference can cause a major effect like the butterfly effect, but still. Well, wait, wait, wait. The, the, the butterfly effect? Yeah. The I've butterfly. heard of this before, but remind me exactly what it entails because I can't remember. The butterfly effect, uh, it's basically a butterfly, flaps its little tiny wings, yeah, and that little flap, the vibration that it sends can fucking ultimately cause a windstorm in Brazil. That's the butterfly effect. How? How? (laughs) That's that's the butterfly effect, bro. It's just, it's energy, right? It's just how things... No, no, no. How did we just go from the flapping of the wings of a small little mundane butterfly (laughs) in the middle of some obscure nowhere (laughs) to a windstorm in Brazil? Crazy. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm asking. It's crazy. I know. You do believe in this theory? Do I believe in this theory? Yeah. I've heard it so many times, yeah. I've never actually dived into it and analysed it dissect it for its fucking parts and truths but um, when I hear it it makes sense like Wait, let's let say me, things let me look in sorry um, yeah carry, carry on I'm just quickly looking up the what exactly effect. yeah get the, yeah get the actual definition because I think man was a bit vague okay so it's something in chaos theory mm. the butterfly effect is the sensitive dependence on initial conditions in which a small change in one state of a deterministic non-linear system can result in large differences in a later state. The term is closely associated with the work of mathematician and meteorologist Edward Norton Lawrence. So yeah, as you described with the, with the Brazil windstorm situation, yeah. so there's like a series or a chain of, of causes and effects and reactions in a non-linear way, actually. Sorry, it's not. It's not. It's not really a chain. It's just like it's, it's almost random. It's like in it's almost random. It's in chaos, controlled chaos. It's, <laughs> it's in chaos theory, like. But it sounds like <laughs> this is unbelievable. You know, bro. it sounds like it sounds like. Have you seen them cartoons when uh, uh, there's something, there's someone running down a mountain full of snow, and a tiny snowball just literally rolls until it forms into a massive fucking boulder of snow of destruction and An chaos. Avalanche. That avalanche. That's what it sounds like. Or it sounds like... Um, but yeah, that, sounds li- that sounds linear though. I mean, it sounds linear, but don't you... It has to, I mean, anything has to be linear ultimately, bro. Yeah. I mean, 
It's a chain of reaction, isn't it? It's a chain. Interesting. It's a very interesting theory. It's an interesting theory. I like yeah. it. I think it sounds. I think it sounds really, really solid, because you can see it in the physical world. You can yeah. see it. You can you can you can you can look at it. You can watch it. You can watch it unfold in front of your eyes. Like we ain't gonna speak about it metaphorically, or we ain't gonna uh, flipping talk about it in terms of politics or the chaos theory or whatever. We can just literally see it happening in reality. Bro, I think it's uh, something that speaks or attests to the inter, the, the, the vastly complex interdependence of the universe, bro. Oh, bro, everything is flipping connected. Everything's one. Everything's literally one. <laughs> no, but it sounds, it sounds, it's not, at face value, it sounds absurd to say because, like, when you say everything is one, yeah, and yet everything we experience is contrary to that and and, and counteracts. I know, that. I know, I know. And know. then you say everything is one because everything like, is. It just sounds like a spiritual thing. Bro. I mean, it is a spiritual thing, but you can always, bro. It's twelve laws of the universe, bro. Twelve laws of the universe. Yeah, we heard about twelve laws. Of who the universe. created these twelve laws of the universe? To be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure who created the twelve laws of the universe, but um, yeah, there's twelve. What laws. are they? Let's hear them. All right, cool. Let me let me just get up on Google so I can give you them in order. But they're very interesting. Very, very interesting. And how does this relate to the universe being one? Okay, because ultimately everything stems from one energy. You understand? I don't know. That's just not another theory, bro. Listen. How is it? Is that because, the truth with a capital T? Because hear this now. Hear this capital now. T. It's a true. It's the truth with two capital T's, bro. Wait, yeah. how can you have two capital T? Oh, because there's, truth two, has, there's two T's in truth. Yeah, this but you don't put a capital letter on the next letter. What are we going to we gonna put two capital T's in this motherfucker? Because this is the fucking truth. Yeah? Like it's a double truth. It's the truth, my nigga. Yeah? Go on. So, um, <laughs> so the first, uh, if, even if you're religious, for example, right? Even if you're religious, you believe in God. God is one. Yeah? And everything came from one. Right? Everything came from God. So it's the same thing. It's not the, the same I don't thing. Think so. It's similar spiritually. Why is it similar? Because I, I think the word God and the term energy is just the same. It's, just, it's two, two different words describing the same things. Because ultimately, the way a spiritual person describes energy is the same way a religious person describes God. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. I do. I, so, I, that is one of the. I think there was a, there was a medieval. Islamic uh, philosopher called Ibn al-Arabi mm -hmm. who proposed this idea or this hypothesis of God being, see, I think he said, and he's a Muslim, uh, if I didn't mention, yeah, Muslim scholar. And he said that God is, at the same time, God is one and God is everything. Mm -hmm. And God is one. Mm -hmm. Like he said, like the way he explained it is very similar in this kind of spiritual uh, wording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he understands it. So there are different conceptions of God. Some mm -hmm. people believe like God is sat on his throne mm -hmm. physically, not in a metaphorical sense. Mm -hmm. See, the concept of God is very difficult to grasp yeah, for the human very, being, bro. bro we That's all why there's differences on it. We've all got different perspectives. But, but you're saying you're saying with a capital T, with the truth that the the God is one and that everything is one. Yeah. So let's go but, through the go on, laws of the universe. On, yeah. On, there's twelve on. of them. So these laws they're derived from ancient cultures. You're talking the Mayans, the Egyptians, yeah, the Kemets, ancient. They all believe the same thing. These, it's not even about belief. It's an incentric. It's a. It's, it's a feeling. It's almost like a programming that's been put into us by the Creator or whatever that's that has put us here. You understand? And obviously, back in those days, they had different sciences and different ways of understanding the universe and different perspectives on. On, on how they looked at life different mythologies they, yeah they had different goals mm. right, let's put it that way different civilization different goals so the 12 laws that they describe the first one being the law of divine oneness bro that's the law of divine oneness cut it short everything is one yeah and there's a how did they come to that conclusion listen I weren't there so I, I, I no, how do you think they came to that conclusion? Because you, as believe, I said, it's you're saying that it's a, it's a feeling we have. It's almost a feeling that we have. But we, how? Because everything we experience is contrary to that. Everything is separate 
and and unconnected and not really everything seems distinct like this human being that human being that's yeah, a tree because, that's because, a car that's a building because that's, that's how as human beings we experience the world bro that's how we experience the world we have to we have to put things in categories our brain works like that we have to separate things to understand it we separate good from bad to understand it to understand the situation yeah. but ultimately it's just a situation for example you're breaking down into parts but that in reality parts. they're it's all just, parts of one actual you get it, no, no, I do get it, but get I'm it. trying to dissect it right now and understand how we're, those we're, we're chopping it up right now. Yeah. So let's say um, you're crossing a road. We're both crossing the same road right now, yeah. And a bus literally, literally just missed us, just missed us by a fraction, yeah. And you're like, oh my god, like thank you, thank you, God, uh, you saved you saved my life. Oh my god, I'm so lucky. And I'm like, oh, fuck that bus driver. I'm chasing the bus down, trying to fucking grab him and, and beat him up. I'm so angry. Like, he nearly killed me. I'm looking at that situation negatively. You're looking at it in a positive way. Ultimately, it's just a situation. But we both see it differently. You understand? So when you look at things like that, you can see like, it's the human brain that dissects the world. It's the human brain that puts things in category. Because we have to. Because how else will we know what to do with things how would we know how to make yeah but that's not true for the capital t i'm gonna go with a truth with it's a truth but not T's. with a capital t no 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 i'm gonna run it up with capital t's no no no, not this one you're saying the truth is that everything is one yeah with a capital t two capital t's two capital t's yeah but the very the very fact that we're dissecting things and you know breaking them down in order to understand them and not and maneuver and function in the world that's also true, but not capital truth in the sense that this is the truth. Do you understand? Because so you're the telling me we're not we're not dissecting things from the No, standard. we are, we are, and that's a fact, but it's not a capital T. Because when we say capital T, we were saying this is the truth. There's yeah. a, there's a there's a difference there, bro. You're saying the truth is that everything is ultimately one. 100%. Regardless of human experience, regardless 100%. of what happened, regardless of the past, regardless of you. But the very fact of us dissecting things mm. it just so happens to be the way that we interact with the universe yeah that's not a capital t that's just that's just the way it is no, that but is, the one, that, that has to be the truth bro because what else would it be because it's a fact but no no do you know why it's not why is it not a fact? because there's 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 like these these buddhist monks or something these recluses that meditate 24 7 and, yeah. they, and they don't experience the world that way or like, for example, when you're on a psychedelic trip, you don't experience everything separate. Because your sen your sensory your sensory perception yeah, is completely different. Exactly, different. It's there's variation changed. in that, but there's no variation in the fact that everything is one. Because it's either everything is one or it's not. That's why it's a capital T. Whereas in the other one, there's variation in perception. It's not the only way to experience the universe. Okay. Do you understand? What, what this I'm trying to say the reason why it is the capital T is because. We're, we're speaking outside of our perception here. We're speaking outside of our brain, trying to dissect and cut everything down and put into a little box. We're speaking outside of that. You understand? I'm not saying that we perceive everything to be one or we don't perceive everything to be one. I'm saying everything is one, regardless, exactly. of, regardless exactly. of the perception. And that's why it's true for the capital T. Yeah, that's why it's TT. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the yeah, peng. We agree. We agree. It's the peng peng. We agree on that. We agree on that. Yeah. But um. Anyway, that's the first law of the, the universe. First law of the universe. There's a little. There's a little. Um. That's quite a lot of laws. Twelve laws. Then that's a lot oh, of. Bro, we need what them. are these? All capital T's and that. We're gonna go through. We just sat together. Let's sat together. Right. Yeah. Why not? Let's team up. Why on not? It. Why <laughs> not? Why not? Why not? Let's do it. So the first one says the law of divine oneness. Everyone and everything is connected in the world we live in. Every thought, word, or action of ours will take effect on others, the butterfly effect. As everything and everyone is connected to each other subconsciously, we start, we, we should start thinking about the good in others and they will think about the good in you. That, 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 that makes a lot of sense. If I treat you good, how are you going to treat me? What's that got to do with divine oneness? In Rastafari, you know what they say when they see another brother what? or another Rasta? They say, I, I and I. That that means I and I. There's no we. He's saluting his brother by saying, I'm looking at me. It's I and I. He's not saying you and me. It's I and I. 
because that's for us to find understanding that we're all one ultimately and ultimately we're all connected. If we focus and harness that energy, you will see it. Bro, the human mind, we barely fucking use it. A lot of us leave our mind open to all kinds of attacks every single day. A lot of the time, you're never thinking about what you want to think about. Your mind is wondering about some fucking bullshit. But if you focus your mind on these things and test out these things and bond with people and connect with people, you will see this. You will see. You start finishing, you start finishing to the sentences. Did you know if five, six women live in a house together for up to four or five months, never four or five months, two, three months, their menstrual cycle starts synchronizing, bro. How mad is that? What is that? And it synchronizes to the most dominant female in the house. Well, guess what else How I, mad I, is I just that? thought of, bro? Chat to me. A couple, there's yeah. a, psychology, a psychology book I think I read it, is that a couple... Mm. When they when they like get together, get married or whatever, after like decades, 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. If you look at their faces before and after, their faces begin to resemble look, each other. How crazy is that? <laughs> bro, it's unbelievable. Bro. How mad is that, bro? Unbelievable. That's about friendship as well. Like that's why they say it's important to the people around you exert an influence on you and vice versa because it's an exchange of energies mm -hmm. and then you begin to move in unison and mm -hmm. have the same phrases and style of language and talk and then habits and thought patterns and behaviors and etc because these things connect and gel together and it's like a flock of birds it's like flock of birds bro flying in, in uniform yeah yeah, yeah you see you see fish in the ocean they swim in a uniform these so, birds yeah. they fly in formation like they've like they planned it it's crazy bro. it's like they planned it so it shows you ultimately, bro, that like everything is connected. You have to just open up your eyes. And Even when it's look. disconnected. It's connected. It's still connected. Because why? Everything's a flipping cycle. Because for there to be this connection, there has to, to be, be the element of connection. <laughs> yeah, that's the polarity thing that always comes up, Come bro. On, bro. That's and the these, polarity thing that and this, comes this, up. And this brings us back to the second law now, yeah? Mm. Second law says the law of energy or vibration. In science, they say everything's constantly vibrating. We are vibrating right now. Our cells are vibrating, but we can't feel it or see it because it's tiny micro vibration. So everything's constantly moving. Nothing is still. So yeah, there's a look. There's a look at example panda one day. If you read it out, everything in the universe moves in a circular manner. Even conversations move in circular manners, bro. If we talk for long enough, we will altered, alter, ultimately start going around in circles. I don't think so, bro. Yeah, we ought to, bro, we start coming back to infinite regress. We'd have, we'd have to call it infinite regress on a lot of points. If you look in science or theories, yeah, if you really start dissecting it and looking at it, yeah, you almost come back to the same point. No, that's good circular reasoning. I don't believe that to be the case, bro, because otherwise you'd never make a point because so any, every time you made a point, yeah. You'll just be backing up your point by using the same point. Hear this. That doesn't make sense, bro. Hear this. Hear this. Yeah. That's just reiterating the point twice and maybe in slightly different terms. It's not correct way of reasoning, in my opinion. Not in my opinion. It's just in the laws of logic. You can't in the reason law, that. In the laws of logic. Yeah. Oh, let's not let's not bring logic into this conversation, bro. Why not? Because it's, it's logic it's, is a is a it's something that I've I've got. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's just carry on with the laws of the universe. Come back to that point in a second. Yeah. So, yeah, so back to the little description they have here. Everything in the universe moves in a circular manner, not only in the physical world, but our thoughts and desires to move in a unique vibration frequency. Each thought and feeling has its own unique vibration pattern and it will combine with those which possess identical vibration patterns. Our thoughts are connected in the rest, to the rest of the universe. If you choose to have more good thoughts, more good will follow through and that's so true because you hear like um these motivational speakers and these uh people they're always never just people just like even psychologists they talk about creating a positive mind and you start seeing and receiving more positive in the world yeah i agree with that i definitely agree with that is there that time comes that back you experience to your, that no because i'm I, I read about this stuff um from from jordan peterson and others oh, i love jordan peterson and he and and he's re he sort of reiterated that point that the situation you're in it depends on how you're perceiving it Perception. it's not the situation itself because Perception. you can never be disconnected from the situation and view it objectively because you're always viewing it from the first person subjective consciousness yeah. oh, and that's our only viewpoint ultimately 
this is our only viewpoint and mm. even what you value determines what you see 100 percent. you understand so values and perception and your faculties of perception are are very important bro, in this most regard important thing is the base of perception. most important is to be aware of them yeah yeah 100 percent. and that's why we need to use our fucking mind more this is why it's important to exercise the mind this is why it's very important to understand what your core values are understand what you want in the world understand who you are because ultimately that's what you're going to be seeing and going to be receiving if you're out here lost and not knowing what you want not knowing where you're going you're going to ultimately end up anywhere and most likely it's going to be somewhere where you don't want to flipping be so yeah. it's important bro to exercise the mind and develop different perceptions de develop core values as you said core values is very important have you ever thought about um, a car and then suddenly you start seeing it everywhere has ever happened to you or you start or you start maybe you went to the, a pair of trainers and you're thinking to buy them and you start seeing them on everyone's foot or for example let's say you you are a business-minded person or no before you weren't business-minded then suddenly you started getting into business and reading about it and maybe you started the business yourself and now every time maybe you walk into a restaurant or you drive past the building or this this that Whereas before, you'd have just seen it as a consumer, as someone, oh, mm -hmm. hey, this is whatever, just not really t giving it much attention or thought. Now you're like... How much hey, are they making? How much are they making? Where did they get their supply yeah. from? What are the profit margins like? How much are they paying their what workers? What kind of area is this? What's the location? What's the dynamic? What's this mm -hmm. industry mm -hmm. like? Mm -hmm. this, this, that. You think about it in a different way and you yeah. perceive it differently. Your mind completely opens. So, ugh, it's crazy. But That's why it's so important to yeah. read educate yourself because yeah. ultimately that's what's going to give you your core values and your yeah. and, and that's going to create a perception of what reality is yeah. if you're constantly flipping on Instagram scrolling through uh, big booty big booty bitches that's what you're going to be thinking about but however if you follow motivational pages follow business pages and that's what you're scrolling through when you step outside and look in the reality you're going to be looking at things completely different you're going to walk into Tesco's and think, all right, cool, this is on sale. Maybe I can buy 10 of these and sell it on fucking Amazon. Maybe I can buy 10 of these and sell it on eBay. Because yeah. your brain is ticking yeah. differently. Yeah. You're not thinking, yeah. oh, it's on sale. Let me buy five, put in my cupboard so I can have it for like two months. You're not thinking yeah. that anymore. You're thinking, how yeah. can I produce? Yeah. Not how can I consume? Yeah. And that's where the mindset shifts begins. From a consumer to a producer. Yeah. There's a reciprocal relationship as well between your 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 actions, your behavior, mm. and your thinking, and your mental state, your ideas—they play into each other, and it gets to a point where your action, your behavior, is where your ideas and mental state are playing out, that's and that's how I really get to know what you think through what you do. Hundred percent. You can. It's mad. It's mad, bro. Because mad. ultimately, I mean, there's a thousand, a thousand, thousand, hundred thousand thoughts running through our minds every fucking second, bro. And most of them are forgotten. And it's, not. it's just nothing. Yeah. So if you're not focused and really looking inwards, you're losing so much valuable or so much of what could be valuable free information. You understand? Take that, pop that, pull that, twist that, and then suddenly you've got a good idea. Suddenly you have... Suddenly you've connected something that's happening now to something that happened in the past and suddenly you got clarity do you know what that reminds me of um this idea by a philosopher called soren kierkegaard if you heard of him no i haven't i'm not familiar with that he looks at a human being like this human being is infinite and finite at the same time mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. finite in the sense that he lives in the here and now mm -hmm. in the concrete defined by his physical body and structure etc mm -hmm. and his and his needs and he's also infinite in the sense of what he can do or what he can choose or what his brain can conjure up yeah and the ideas that he can create and bring into existence see that's beautiful because that brings me to the third law of the universe oh wow i'm just <laughs> connected them it's like beautiful coincidence i'm showing you bro and by the way guys our podcast this is not planned 
We didn't not even prepare script, anything. There's no script. script. It's just freestyling because you know what I mean. This is what we do. Just chat all day. We can be. No, no, we don't chat all day, bro. Okay, no, okay. No, because yeah. there's a law of action, so we got to create. We're creating. Right, exactly. But we, but we. It's good to sit down and speak things to existence and plan and conversate definitely, get definitely. ideas out into the open definitely, because definitely. Well, we live in the open. We live in. The tell me about law number four. Law number three. Oh, sorry, three. So it says, law number three is the law of action. Each action would provide a different result which is mostly based on thoughts, words, dreams, or emotion. We must select our actions and solely support our thoughts, words, dreams, or emotions. And the actions we select must be supporting, must be supporting your thoughts and dreams, which will help you accomplish your goal. You know what I'm trying to say? That just ties up everything we're just saying. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's like a full stop to what we were saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing more powerful than action, bro. Bro, it's the most powerful thing, bro. Inaction causes disease. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Inaction causes flipping disease. Not just biological, not, not just like diseases of the stomach or the heart or the blood. Or no, the I mean like life-threatening disease. Yeah. I'm talking not just life-threatening disease. I'm talking disease that can kill you in an instant. Yeah. If you move, your, if you don't move your arm enough, then what happen? Your brain will shut off new connections to that arm. So that arm will get slower over time. It will get slower and weaker. If you completely stop using your arm, it will get stiff. We're built for movement, bro. We're built for, We're movement. Built for movement. Our mind is built for movement. Yeah. You can see it, you can feel it. We have so many thoughts. That's movement. Yeah. Love the universe. Movement. Yeah. <laughs> movement. Things move. Things are never static. Never static. So the yeah. fourth law now, this is just so perfect. Law of correspondence. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> bro, we've exhibited all these laws in our conversation today. How so? For example, what's the correspondence one? Law of correspondence says this law states, yeah, that we are in control of our life. Every action we make will be reflected in our outer world to our inner world. Yeah, so that's the reciprocal relationship between the external and the internal. Understand? It's just, it's just it's a good way to look at. It, but remember, this is also a mode of perception as well. Bro, I don't say I wouldn't say this is a law of the universe, bro. Um, Think about what you're saying when you say the do, universe. Do you know what laws are? Laws are things that govern a state. You understand? There's different ways. Law can be metaphorical as well, bro. But we shouldn't use laws as metaphors because it's, it's, it doesn't... I mean, we shouldn't really use laws No, because law has multiple definitions, bro. You could say the law as in the law in a constitution. Yeah. That you can't break the law, the police will arrest yeah. you. Yeah. These you could say the law as in natural met um, physical laws, like the law of gravity, for yeah. example. But when you say... But even with that, but all these laws... You can't prove that a law yeah. is timeless and exists at all time and all places, yeah? That's what you're saying, essentially, when you say it's a universal law. Yeah, or you could say it's an observable regularity so far, tentatively. Not for sure, not for precise. You can never be so sure of that. So I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with these laws. Actually, there's definitely plenty of truth in them. But to call them universal laws... So I would say that's a step too far, bro. Hundred percent. If you want, hundred percent. Go on, go on, go on. Because I know you, I know the way your mind works. Yeah. I'm gonna leave you with that. You can have that. I'd love to have that. No, bro. you can completely have that. I'll have that. But I'm gonna say we can't. It's we can't live in this world without having some things and holding some things and keeping them as facts to ourselves. Because otherwise, we would just be fucking floating around just in the air. No, not true. I, I, the reason why I say that's because, bro, if you don't really believe you have to do something, nine times a ten you won't do it. If you don't re have that belief, I can't trick myself. Can you trick yourself? Can you lie to yourself? Do you, you know, the same way you'd lie to someone else, and yeah. you could actually convince them that something other than the truth is a, is the truth for to them. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's actually a lie. Yeah. Can you do that to yourself? You can. I tell you how you can. Jordan Patterson talks about this. I was watching a. Not a podcast. It was just a speech that he done, and it was just like a little clip on YouTube, and he was talking about lying to yourselves. You understand? He was talking about the importance of always being truthful, the importance of telling the truth, because your brain and your perception is so easily blurred and easily changed. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe how many things you believe right now that aren't really your beliefs, and it's just something that you've heard from somewhere else, and you just held it there to your fucking heart without ever testing it. Understand? So it's like if you're someone who lies constantly to the outer world repeatedly, because remember when you tell one lie to someone, you've got to keep 
repeating that light over and over again. And we know the mind works very well through repetition. So the more you say something, the more you lie about something, yeah, it's the more your brain is, is, is getting programmed to believe it. And ultimately, you will start believing it, bro. If you look at Kanye West, for example, yeah, he's a prime example. I watched The Genius the other day. This guy, before he was famous, believed was the greatest rapper, greatest artist, greatest musician ever alive. He was speaking it before anyone even knew who this guy was. Fake it till you make it. Look at him now. You th- bro, I'm Look sure there's now. plenty of people that have done exactly the same so thing. So you can lie nowhere. to yourself. You can. That's, that's basically lying to yourself if you want to say it like that. You're telling yourself. No, but you're, you're telling me Kanye West didn't know that he was actually lying to himself. Bro, if you think you're lying to yourself, or there's a little incy wincy doubt, yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen in reality. That's the ego, I, then. That's back to the ego we spoke about in the beginning. Back to the ego. Is that the ego, bro? That's connected. That, that's to the what ego. I'm trying to say. The ego is important because we need to have belief, bro. We need to yeah, have belief. Yeah, but if you're aware Without of your belief, ego, you're not gonna achieve is much. Different. Belief is, bro. But belief. You need is to create a picture of true. who you wanna be. In order to have that out in reality, bro. That's true. You need to create this monster, this person inside, or it will never come out to reality. No, but listen, bro, remember that. So, I, I agree with that, but the original point that I raised was that look, we can extract the wisdom and the insight from these universal laws without actually believing that down to their core, they're actually universal. Because philosophically speaking, 100%. that is a stretch, bro. No, I hear you. And hey. if we're so quick to take up these concepts and ingrain them in ourselves and believe them straight away wholeheartedly, what does that say about our mental faculties, bro? I, I hear you, bro. We're saying we're closing it off. We're not allowing any. These are the solid 10, 12 iron rules of the universe. These are um, ir- 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 irrevocable, um, irretrievable laws. These are the laws not to be questioned, incontrovertible. You get, I get it, bro. I'm not saying don't question it. I'm we're, s- we're sitting right down. We're sitting down right now questioning all these laws. I'm not saying don't question, don't, that's it, don't speak about it. I'm saying you need to have certain things... That you yeah. call laws that you, that you for call, practice. That you call laws for practice, for practice, or you call laws for guidance, or you call laws for navigation. Let's call them principles, bro. Even better, let's call them principles. I prefer that word. That's a better word. I prefer that word. That's, prefer that that's, word. A, that's a more eloquent word. It's much more suited to the situation as Yeah, well. yeah. So tell me what principle number principles, five is. Yeah. We can call them principles, because me, me myself, I don't even like the law. Yeah. I don't even like the law. Fuck the law. Yeah. So <laughs> let's call them principles. I'm a man yeah. of principles. So let's yeah. call them principles. Okay. I like that. Number five. Um, number five, the law of cause and effect. Nothing ever happens by chance. It is each of our actions that create a reaction that is followed after. Butterfly effect again, isn't it? You can, you can link that to the butterfly effect. Nothing yeah, you know, in a sense, yeah, yeah. The cause and effect thing, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. But it's mad because, like, when you really look at it, yeah, that like the world is, is just so connected. We live in the Western world, right? Um, people what chocolate let's talk about chocolate for a second people love chocolate so it's a luxury over here it's a, it's a, it's a treat for some people it's a, a regular snack for some but ultimately it's a luxury yeah or it was a luxury so we go to the shop pay a pound pound 54 bar cabri we eat it sit down lovely fantastic but someone had to have grown those cocoa beans, farmed those cocoa beans, had to have gone, picked those cocoa beans, mm. left them to dry for however long, packed them, shipped them to a factory where they've had to be in, t- manufactured into chocolate, then into a chocolate bar, wrapped, delivered to the shop for you to have it in mm. your hand. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's a series of events. It's a series of events. One thing leads to another. Constantly. It's the cause and effect, yeah. Constantly. For example, the the earth had to exist beforehand at, at one point in order for us to even be here. Even be here. It has to be the sun. It's not just cause and effect. It's cause and effect and interconnectedness. Interconnectedness. It's so like, these principles it's like they're, they're there's everywhere. cause and effect, but then there's also the retrospective effects 
of the effects on the cause, if that makes sense. It's like a cycle, a linear cycle. Yeah, that, I guess that goes back to the circular thing you, you mentioned before. Say. That's yeah. a different way to think about the circular yeah. thing. Not about, not logically, obviously, because I know you're against logic and that. That's not, I'm not yeah. against logic. I just think it's also perception. What of course, of course. No, 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 I was just joking. I was, joking. I was, just, taking yeah. a, I was just taking a jab <laughs> at you, you know what I mean? I like boxing. I, I dodged I it, I dodged it anyway. You did dodge it dodged successfully. It. Nah, to be fair, skim my chin, I'll be real. Skim. <laughs> so what's number six? Oh, yeah, and by the way, let's finish with number six. I'd love to go through all of them, but I think we're running out of time. So oh, damn. we should definitely do number six and then we can continue the others on another yeah, another yeah. episode. Go well, on. We're at number seven, so even better. Wait, I swear it was five. Nah, we the was cause and effect was five, no? No, of course. Nah, you're right, you're right. My number guy, six my now, guy. yeah. Number don't just skip over these nah, principles, it was, bro. Because earlier, it was too fast and I just thought it was too fast again. You know what I mean? But it was oh, me. yeah. It was, yeah. Me. it was me this okay. time. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Go on, go on, go on. Uh, so, law number six, or principle number six, the law of compensation. Fuck, you know, that's, a, that's that one that's funny. Uh, mm. Comes after the law of cause and effect, where blessing has come into our lives through various forms, such as gifts, money, friendship, etc. So, it's basically like an extension to the cause and effect. Everything happens because something caused it. And once that effect has happened, there's going to be more things similar happening to that effect, if you know what I mean. Mm, in a way, yeah, but like... Uh, let's give an example. Is, is there an example here? Uh, example, every action... No, no, not that one. Uh, you get what you give. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. you get okay. what you give almost. Okay. So yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Especially in human relations. If we're talking socially, yeah, the kind of energy you come with, that energy is kind of reciprocated. Do you like, know what I mean? Like if someone smiles at you, yeah, you almost automatically smile back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand, yeah. Someone waves at you, you automatically mm. wave back. You might think about it after, yeah. but in the moment you just, Hello. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's definitely true, but it's not a, it's not a useful, successful way of reading or understanding someone. Why I learned this from Robert Greene, the guy who wrote the Forty Eight Laws of sorry, Power. So repeat yourself. I, I wasn't I wasn't really following that train of thought. Sorry. No, it's all right. Yeah, I'm saying that that's it's definitely true, but it's the, the exchange of the energy. Mm. But we have to remember if we're trying to understand each other or read each other. It's not useful. It's not successful in that regard because we're going to be exchanging energies. But if you want to f get closer to someone's true essence and character, yeah, see them when they're interacting with other people, different people, different situations, yeah, that's going to give you a more holistic, comprehensive grasp of what someone else is like. I mean, hundred percent. Do you understand? Well, that's the power of the human being. Because then that will be them exchanging their energies with different people. Yeah, of course, so but that, that's that's. That, that, that's, that's why it's important to have your own energy as a person so you can be almost the same with everybody else you don't want to change your energy depending on who's being how you naturally being. do though you naturally do I know you naturally do but mm. you don't want to do that that's something you don't want to do you should bro you shouldn't treat your mum the same way you treat a friend or a worker you or should colleague treat everyone with respect and love yeah there's some things that are basically the, yeah, yeah everyone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there isn't a whole other list of stuff that you need to add to that no, it's more you complicated treat, than that, bro. bro. that's the thing. We need to stop complicating things. We should, though. We should. We, no, no, sorry. We don't, we're not complicating them, but they're naturally complicated. Life, nah, nah, nah. Life nah, is, nah human life beings. Life is a puzzle, bro. It's a puzzle that the we... the whole reason we're sitting here talking. We're trying to dig into 0.001% of this puzzle. 100%, but at the same time, we should also try to simplify things and make it more yeah. applicable to reality. Yeah, for our own sanity, bro. For our own sanity, bro. We need to stay sane, We need bro. to stay sane, so yeah. sometimes you got to pick sense out of nonsense. Yeah. You just, just have to. You have to, you have to. Because yeah. nonsense is too much. <laughs> it's too much. Definitely. you got to pick sense out of it. Definitely. So when it comes to treating other people and treating others, you should treat everyone with love and respect. We ain't got to add anything else to that, to that equation. Love and respect. It covers so many things. If I love you and I respect you, I'm not going to treat you. At every given turn, I want to treat you with. I want to treat you like you're someone that I value, bro. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I agree value that. you. I want to treat you like you're someone that I By value. By the way, I do a lot of devil's advocate work here. So when I'm questioning or pointing things out, doesn't necessarily mean I disagree with it or got an issue with it. It's just to uncover it and understand it. Yeah, and yeah. We got dig, dig deeper a bit. We got to dig, bro. I'm a diggers. I'm a Bob the Builder. We're here to dig, my guy. Yeah. I'm a gold yeah. digger. I like gold. I like to dig. Yeah. We digging, baby. Yeah. And on that note, I think um, 
we'll wrap it up. Wrap it. That was very interesting, fruitful, productive, least. intellectually stimulating. We we'll definitely need to continue it on on another episode. Go through yeah, those yeah. other principles of the universe. Yeah, I, li- I like how you're just holding that so close to your chest. Holding what? Just not using the word laws. Just fuck the word laws. Oh, bro, I could be quite picky with language sometimes. Bro. I mean, well, you need to be because need to be sometimes. You need to paint the right language. picture. Definitely, paint the right picture. Definitely, definitely, I mean, definitely. our words are paintbrushes, right? Exactly. We're we'll painting the right exactly. picture. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, bro. On that note. Thanks, bro. It was a great conversation. No, no, definitely, bro. No, definitely, I, I'm yeah. gonna stop calling these things conversation. I'm gonna start calling it mental exercise. Yeah, it's a mental exercise. It's a for nice sure. bit of mental for cardio. Sure. For sure, for sure. Mental cardio. We're gonna for call sure. that mental cardio. For sure, bro. For sure. Um, conversations are just um, talking about how's the weather. That's a conversation. Really, the weather's nice outside. Yeah. How's how's your mom? Is she actually right? good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, have a nice small day. talk. Small talk. Yeah, that's a conversation. We yeah. are mentally. Exercising, mentally yeah. stretching. I'm mentally bench pressing right now. Mentally bro. squatting. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for mentally squatting with us today. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for spotting us. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So until, until next time, my brother. Until next time, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully, see you on the future episodes. If you enjoyed listening to this, then please. Share the podcast, friends, family. In subscribe fact, to it. Sorry, bro, don't, don't, don't even share it, bro. This is secret sauce. Keep this to yourself. No, no, no. Don't definitely give, share it. Definitely don't share even, it. Don't even give this to no, nobody. No, this is secret it. sauce. This no, is, no, no. These, these mental exercises here are going to change your life. Don't listen to them. Change your life first. <laughs> don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I joke, you like, share, subscribe, mm. press that button, yeah. press the other button yeah. next to it and here. Yeah. Uh, social, <laughs> so, social media um, will be on the description of the podcast. And if you want to contact me, this, uh for any inquiries or anything, any comments, suggestions, it's all appreciated. It's trip to reality at gmail.com. And with that in mind, take care.